Do you and your friends have really good conversations? Do you guys talk about making a podcast after every good combo? Well, this is your sign to go ahead and make that podcast. Spotify is a platform that makes it so easy to make your podcast. You can even earn money. And in this economy, multiple streams of income is the goal. Spotify for podcasters lets you record and edit podcasts right from your phone or computer. So no matter how much equipment you have, as long as you have a phone and internet, you can start creating today. Once you start creating, you can distribute your podcast to Spotify and everywhere else podcasts are heard. Hi, y'all. My name is Danasia. And my name is Faith, and we are two 20-something type A Black girls. This podcast is about our journey navigating the world of adulthood, college, and life in general as type A Black girls. We hope you enjoy it. Period. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Man. Man. Okay. Listen. So, you know, let's just go ahead and get right into our rose, stone, and bud because we haven't done it in, like, Two weeks, two weeks, you know, yeah. Because Miami, we just skipped right over that because we knew it was going to be a long episode, and we were right. It was an hour and fifteen. <laughs> so, uh, if you haven't checked that out, be sure to check that out because it, it was a lot. And then after that, if you want to see some visuals, go to Faith Craig on YouTube to see what that looks like. Um, yes. But like, let's get into our road thorn and bud. Uh, Denasia, do you want to try to explain it one one last time before? Oh yeah. You if know, we have any any newcomers? Exactly. Like, you listen to the Miami podcast. You're like, oh yeah, they're they they cool. They cool. I'll listen. Exactly. Welcome. Um, your rose is essentially something really good that happened during your week. Um, your bud is something you're looking forward to next week. And your thorn is something really bad that happened after your week that you hated. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Denise, do you want to go first? Yes. Yes. I'll start off with my thorn. Now, if you've been here for a while, you know I'm in a tats class. Mm-hmm. And she's doing a number on me. You know, yeah. like, I, I think last time I said it was about 0 to 1 with me losing. Mm-hmm. It's about 0 to 2 now. And I still mm. have, you know, we're at, we're at, we're at halftime and I, I have, I've made zero shots. Mm. So, it. You know, if, if once again, I say this and I say it out loud. If you know anybody that's good at taxes, please. <laughs> this is a cry for help. If you know anyone that is good at taxes, please send them my way. The worst part is I'm an, I'm a whole accounting major and I've been doing other accounting classes. But this tax class is just really doing it for me. Mm. So that's my thorn. Um, well, my rose. My rose and my bud are kind of tied together. So I just dyed my hair. Love. First time ever. Absolutely love. Um, Absolutely love. Okay. Now, I originally was thinking, like, it was kind of giving pre-life prices, honestly. Because (laughs) if I can't control anything else in my life, I'll control my hair. Thank you. You know? And I feel like some people don't get that. Like, if Mm -hmm. I could just change my hairstyle, it'll make me feel better. Yeah. Two, I feel like I have more control. Thank you. And three... Now I look cute. So, you know, so. it's a three, it's, it's a win, win, win. So I, um, I had already been looking on Pinterest. Like I've been thinking about this for about a year, mm-hmm. been looking on Pinterest, looking for like blonde actually looks good on black girls. Cause I wasn't going platinum, you know, yeah. like, I wasn't doing nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. And I found a really good lady that does natural hair dye and she did it and she cut my hair. She did silk press. It looks good. It looks healthy. Yeah, I was healthy. afraid my hair would fall out. Cause bleach is, ugh, that'll it's do bleach. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm I'm blonde now, still blonde at least. Mm-hmm. Um, and bud, now it's time to go show off my hair. I have a whole girls weekend <laughs> planned with my friend Sam, um, Samara, Sam for short, and we have a lot of festivities planned. So I'm really excited, and Love. I haven't seen her like, you know, like actually be able to talk to her and like hang out in a while. So I'm excited for that. Oh, we love that. Yes. Okay, so to get into my rose, um, so I got some news this week. Um, I did have high hopes that I could stay um, and live with my boyfriend uh, in Denver because he just got a new job. But I did get news that I will not be able to do that because they have to be fair to all the entry-level employees. So I will be Mm -hmm. moving to North Carolina. And so because of that, um, my boyfriend has already started his big boy job. Congrats to Lola, for sure. Very much, very much big dog. Okay. (laughs) Um, So I'll be staying in in Denver for the summer. So basically, like, what that means for me is, like, I have to expedite my, um, for tenants to come into my, be rented, be renting my place out. Like, it's a whole nine. Like, the property manager is coming on Thursday to see, you know, this man talking about some, I was like, I want to, I want to, um, I want to rent it out furnished because I thought, you know, it would be more. He's like, oh, you're probably going to pigeonhole yourself with short, short-term rentals. 
you're gonna mm-hmm. want to take out bro I literally bought a $250 bed because I was like oh that's fine like I can furnish he's like no you're gonna want to take out everything in there your couch what? your refrigerator your washer and dryer uh, both beds both beds I'm like what am I providing these tenants yeah like, oh yeah they'll bring their own so realistically uh- like Arizona turned into California because my friend Natasha, her girlfriend, she had to bring her own refrigerator in her apartment. It's insane. Oh, no. That's something different. And I've moved 13 plus times and I've never seen anything like this. Like the housing market is insane. And I'm yeah. probably still going to make a really good profit off of it because the housing market is insane. Yeah. You know? But not having a refrigerator? Bro, you know how insane that is? <laughs> like, that's, I, that's pushing it. But I think, but I'm thinking about it, and, like, as a property manager, you don't want to have to go and see them a whole bunch of times, so you take out all the things mm-hmm. that could possibly malfunction. Right. So I see it on both ends, but I'm like, this little 8% I'm giving the property manager, he's really here doing his job. And yeah. he was like, I was like, how quickly do you think it's going to get sold? He's talking about some, like, two weeks. Oh, what? Two Two, he's like, if it's not taken up in two weeks, there's something wrong with your your property, or we over um we oversold it, like we we priced it too high. That just gave me a pit in my stomach because I just thought about how quickly if your house is selling in two weeks, imagine how quickly the apartments are going. Thank you, thank oh you. Oh my gosh, woo! This is this just gonna stress me out even more, bro, mom. <laughs> and I'm just like, so then I'm like, frick, like I have to stay in town because I have a Rex Orange County concert at the end of May with my bestie. So I'm probably after I move all my stuff out, um, because I called my mom, I was like stressed, because you know, you call your mom when you're stressed. I was like, mom, I gotta move all these beds, I gotta move a drawer, I gotta do, I, I, th- my couch was twelve hundred dollars because I had a, I had the plan, I think the platform, the to platform furnish my, to furnish my place. But then yeah. we're talking about some take everything out. Like, uh, somebody's sleeping in this bed. I don't Thank know you. who. So so my mom was like, okay, here you go. So my mom is helping me, like, move into North Carolina. She's going to come with me to look at rentals because it was just supposed to be me and my little sister. And she's talking about some, yeah, y'all probably going to pick a place that's not safe. I'm coming with y'all. Uh, not, <laughs> not safe. Not the and, uh, neighborhood patrol. <laughs> no, literally. And my, and my mom knows as well. We'll probably be like, mm, this should be good. And I'm like. They're like, why would you move here? You know, (laughs) three days later, you know? So, yeah. So my my mom basically taking everything and it's like, honestly priced at like a really pretty penny, but I'm giving it all to her because she's helping me. And I'm like, this is going to be your Christmas and your birthday present because this is a lot of furniture that I'm just, here you go. Yeah. You know? So that's good. Love that. Um, That. So so basically my mom's taking on my furniture and I'm staying with my bestie for two weeks before I go to Denver. So, and we never see each other. So I'm really excited. Yeah, that'll be good. That'll yeah. be good. And That'll it'll be, be a good. nice little break before Denver. Thank you. So yeah. then, and you know, but the thorn is um, I have to be long distance for a year. So the bud, I'm moving to North Carolina in August, you know, because it's like brand new city, new me, new city, new me. But um, I can have my movie moment, you know, girl in a new city, live, laugh, right. love. But I have to be long distance. So that's going to suck. But um, shout out to American Airlines because they're going to see a lot of me. Frontier, even maybe even Spirit, depending. Okay, Spirit. Okay, honestly, Southwest, Delta, all of them. Okay, all of them. I'm gonna be in a play. Okay, <laughs> but um, so let's get into the topic at hand today. Um, we're gonna talk about overcoming burnout because we have the native said she has two tests left. I haven't even checked how many tests I have left, but we're getting we're getting close. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're getting really close. It's coming down to the final stretch, and uh. It's just like a collective sigh. I feel Bro. Like that's the best way to describe it. I've just been feeling burnt Tired. out. Like, I feel like yeah. we don't even have to explain what burnout is. Usually we try to give context. Y'all probably know. It's just yeah, this no. feeling of just being so tired of everything mm-hmm. and just over it. That's like, really how I feel. You, like, you have this goal and everybody wants to graduate and, like, being a Black girl that graduates, being mm-hmm. maybe a first generation that graduates, such as myself, like, it's just like I feel like there's just so much pressure. Mm-hmm. It's, it's the burnout plus the pressure. I don't even know what that is, but it just it feels like disaster. It feels like it's never going to happen. It feels like there's waiting an, an, an impending doom. Yeah, exactly. And honestly, like for me, what it's been feeling like, I've been working and like putting high expectations for myself and being uh, just that person who's always doing a lot. Like I be mm-hmm. doing a lot, a lot of my yeah. plate. Mm-hmm. And I've been doing that since high school. So I look back and it's it's been eight years of doing that. Yeah. And I feel like this past, at least senior year, it, like, it's, it doesn't even go beyond, it's not even senioritis. I can't even call it senioritis. Mm-hmm. It's no. just a genuine burnout of life. 
Yeah. And I feel like for eight years, I've been working and trying to be good at school and try to do it all just so I can have this goal achieved of graduating, getting a good job, you know, like making parents proud, um, yeah. doing well for myself, just mm-hmm. being able to be financially stable, like just the bare minimum. And mm-hmm. it's like, why is that so hard to achieve? Why does it take four years of doing well in high school to get to college? Four years in college to get to just an, an interview for a job. Bro, just just an to get interview. the interview. And even in I don't know if it how it was for you for the math girlies, but for the tech girlies, I have for my internship I had to do six interviews. Oh for easily. my for my job, I got turned down, even though I interned at the company, I got turned down. So then I had to interview again, didn't get that job, had to interview again twice to get the job that I finally have now. Yeah. No, my job offer, literally, I, I had to give a whole presentation. Mm, it was mm-hmm. like it was an evaluation on like my skills it wasn't even like oh what's your biggest weakness like it wasn't no interview questions like Whoa. they were really trying to see how I performed so I see and I'm just like that was for that was during the internship so yeah crazy but yeah it's like you work so hard you do everything right and I feel like at least for for us being type a and kind of overachievers it still feels like it's never enough ne- bro never enough for yourself or people that sometimes be like oh like I look up to you like bro why please <laughs> why why I'm like, struggling baby I'm, I'm struggling like and the thing is I try to be as as transparent as possible especially on my Instagram story like what's going on but realistically like there's so much stuff that happens it's like dang I gotta you know yeah like yeah I'm I'm grinding hard like I'm grinding hard and you guys don't really know the half of it even though I it feels like I share my whole life realistically not a lot I only my my infinity infinity stones aka my bridesmaids and my boyfriend really know what's up right you know and that's crazy because if you're not sharing a lot I'm not sharing nothing bro bro (laughs) (laughs) like you guys will I mean you guys are probably already picked up on like our personalities and how we are I'm a very, very private person. Yeah. No one will know what's going on. Because half the time, I don't know what's going on. Facts. So it's like, it's hard for me to be able to explain situations when I have no idea what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So like, th- as far as privacy goes, like no one genuinely knows what I'm going through. I typically don't share things as often. I'm a very kind of reserved person, I guess. But I'm working yeah. because I, mm-hmm. I do see like the benefits of me talking about what I'm going through and like sharing my struggles mm-hmm. but like people will be like oh Denasia like you seem like you got it all together bro the reality is just like I'm just not telling you all the bad stuff that's happening like of course you're gonna see if something good happens you're gonna see the accomplishment you're gonna see you know the light at the end of the tunnel but you will never well I mean not never people don't see what happens behind the scenes bro they don't like see all that like so like transparent time like like I speak like financial literacy, da 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 da. Got a house, da 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 da. But what you don't know is like I had to buy like a six thousand dollar AC. Well, I, I guess I did say it, but what that means is I had a hundred and fifty dollar, um, what is it, uh, payment every single month that mm-hmm. I just didn't like realize that I had. So then it defaulted on my credit. Um, what else happened? Um, oh, I only got paid half of my like paycheck because I submitted my pay card, pay tie, my pay, my time card late. So then now I have a late fee on my mortgage. Like it's, yeah, there's like, a lot happening that y'all don't see. I can talk about financial literacy and you guys can say, oh my gosh, you're doing so good. Like you're, you're making good money. You're da You have a house. Da, da, da. Having a house at 21 is a huge responsibility. And, like, yeah, I'm not like, for example, like getting drunk on a Friday, but I'm also missing a mortgage payment and getting like a late fee. You know, like everybody makes mistakes in their 20s and it looks different for everybody. But, like, on top of all this school burnout, it's life burnout, it's financial burnout. Like, today I paid $20 in cash and no, and on my card and $9 in cash in order to to even see my doctor even though I had like a hundred plus copay like or however all those doctor bills work like it's really hard and for me it's just like frick I don't want to tell nobody because like I want like not not I want to uphold an image but I don't like to share as much like Mm. especially when I'm not when I'm like I like to share me down after I'm up 
Right. You, know? you got to get over that first to be able to speak on it and be like, oh, I overcame this versus Bro, being because like, just, I'm in the middle of it. It feels embarrassing. It is. It does. It, it's it feels, like a, it's a shame. It's a it, shame. Yeah. It's like a shame that comes over you for real. Yeah. So like, and, it's just hard. <laughs> Life yeah. is just hard right now. It's hard. And the worst thing is that like, I don't know, for me, my, my sense of like not sharing what I go through or like kind of being private about if I'm going through something personally it's never been in like a, I don't want people to know. It's more in like a, I don't want to put my problems on other people. Like yeah. I've always been a big thing of like, I'm, I'm grateful for the life I have. I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. And I don't want it to ever come across as like, I'm ungrateful because my problems, there's someone out there that got it. 80 bro, bro. And it sucks that you have to just try to justify your problems by saying that. Right. But honestly, sometimes that helps me. I'm like, realistically, people have it worse. So you Way need to worse. cut it out. Way worse. And it just, it forces me to be grateful. It forces me to be like, okay, um, this is temporary. This is a temporary thing you're going through. It's going to resolve itself. Look at how many other points you've been stressed, depressed, and obsessed yeah, <laughs> throughout your life. And you overcame each of those struggles. But it takes like really, really like being down to appreciate being up. Because yeah. ugh, this yeah. past two years, that's why I get kind of like, I don't want to say frustrated. It just kind of makes me feel uneasy inside when like, Especially people around me are like, oh, it seems like you got it all together. Like, you're doing good things. It's like I am. But no one's seeing the, like, the me, being, me being up to, like, not sleeping. Me being stressed out. Me, like, having depressive episodes where I'm just isolating myself. Like, mm-hmm. literally just going through it in these, like, four rooms of a wall that I mm-hmm. live in. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there's no type of, that's not getting shared. That's not getting, like, <laughs> put on the Miami vlog, you know? <laughs> like, <laughs> Of course, naturally, naturally, mm-hmm. of course. Like most yeah. people are like that. But yeah. it's like it really is a reality check because I have to look at my mental state and especially during the pandemic. Oh my gosh. Bro. Looking back, I hadn't realized how depressed I was. Bro, you could see it into my weight loss. I oh, me I, too. It was bad. I still haven't gained it back. Like, oh <laughs> I'm still struggling with it. And it's like there's so many like side effects that come with being burned out and not having your mental health in order and just feeling like every day it's always something bro and then you're like it sucks because you're like yeah I'm waiting until I'm on that corporate insurance to get therapy Mm. you know it's always waiting for something that's what I feel like like I feel like every week I'm like oh just wait until two weeks when all of this passes and you'll be able to chill and you'll be able to and then those two weeks come and it's something different and I'm realizing that's just life I don't know if anyone no one told me that that's what's like it's (laughs) always yeah, but it's always been feeling like, oh, like I can't, I can't feel dedicated to go to the gym until I get this done. Like I need to do this before I can do that. Yeah. And burnout really attacks you in that way because for me now I have to teach myself or like re reteach myself and unlearn all those habits and just be like, you can accomplish small things each day. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be one big thing you accomplish, you know, at once and now, oh, I'm good now. And now I can finally start living my life and being happy. Like, mm-hmm. you have to appreciate the small changes you make every single day. Otherwise, I will never be satisfied. If Bro. I'm waiting for, for, for to finally feel like every single thing is in order, I'll be waiting all my life. Forever. Yeah, like, I had been putting off talk, calling my property manager. I think it was just because anxiety. Like, I was like, I really yeah. don't know what he's going to say. Da, da, da. But it's a thing that I need to do. If I want to be out of Arizona by the end of May, I had to call him. So yeah. it took the whole week, but I finally called him. And honestly, making to-do lists helps so much. They so need to do lists. Yeah. Hourly, baby. <laughs> because if, let's say, Tuesday you have, like, seven things to do, you only get three done. Okay, put the other four on the next day and add a few, mm. you know? Yeah, yeah. And the worst thing is, like, I don't know if this is a side effect or me realizing I have ADHD. That's what I think. <laughs> I think I realized I have ADHD. Bro. And I think I realized it 21 years too late. Because <laughs> I, I've been reading up on it and, like, Especially um, ADHD symptoms or like tendencies amongst like women and mm-hmm. adult women. Mm. Why do I? Why did they read me like a book? Everything what? on that list. Everything on that list. Like overthinking things to the point where you can't do them. Yeah. There was an email I had to send out to ask for a recommendation. I stressed myself out about it for three months. Three months. Nice. Now, granted, I I planned to ask this person for a recommendation mm-hmm. way more in advance than I needed it. Yeah. But like I was literally like I could have I could have wrote the letter myself with the amount of hours I spent literally just driving myself crazy like they're gonna say no like I was hyper fixating on one thing for Mm. three months finally last week 
typed up the email, sent it. Tell me why she responded in five minutes. Of course I'll write it for you. You'll be, I like, I almost ripped my hair out. I was so like pissed at myself because I'm like, you're allowing your own burnout, your own anxiety, your own, whatever you're going through to block your blessings. Like Facts. this could have been handled mm-hmm. a long time ago. Yeah. A long time ago. Mm-hmm. And look, she responded in five minutes. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. I missed you. I hope you're doing well. Signed her name sent from my iPhone. And I just stressed out about I a formal it. letter that I, like a formal, like I wrote a long email. Like mm-hmm. I really appreciated getting to know, you like literally went all out, stressed about this for three months for it to turn out the way I wanted it to mm-hmm. five minutes. Like it's crazy. Dang. Dang. And I know <laughs> for, I, I also feel like, so at first I said, Lola, I think I'm autistic. He said, you're not. Yeah. Faith, don't say that. You're not autistic. I said, okay. Cause like, you know, on TikTok, he said, I'm like, okay. I did three autistic things. I'm probably autistic. Realistically, no, probably not. No, no honestly. Mm-hmm. And people people always overcompensate on the spectrum because, like, my brother's autistic. So, mm-hmm. like, I've seen severe cases of autism. Yeah. And also, I think a lot of times, symptoms for autism, people just kind of mistake it for ADHD as well. Because, and I do think that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. Or you might, you might, yeah. Or you could be on the spectrum. It's a spectrum. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, yeah, you, you definitely high functioning. But yeah, yeah, it's, oh my gosh, it's a lot. It's a, it's, it's a whole lot. So like with this burnout and stuff, I know, um, honestly, for both of us, it just causes us to sleep for extended oh. periods of time. Oh, my gosh. I like and my worst thing, my worst habit is joking about my problems. Y'all will always hear me say I sleep like a bear. Oh, my God. No, she she does. <laughs> no, that's no cap. She does. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm very much serious. I sleep like a bear. I sleep like when I do sleep. It's like a deep sleep. Like I'm in like stage eight of REM. Like I'm mm-hmm. going, you know, Easily. and I was always like, I never used to sleep this deeply before, like I would say college or like late high school. Like mm-hmm. I've never, I think I was honestly not this deep of a sleeper as a kid and like growing up. And I was like, what changed? Mm-hmm. Sleeping has become my coping mechanism. Yeah. When I'm stressed or when I feel like I can't control things or mm-hmm. things are just not going my way. Yeah. I'm like, I'm about to sleep because that's when I can have peace. In it's my dreams, pause I'm button. not thinking about this. Yeah. It's you a know? pause button. It's a pause. And it becomes an excessive pause because at least for me, I will sleep through everything because my body's like, no, you're not waking up. Oh, for me, I, I, I could do a cute little hour and a half. Like, that's definitely my minimum. But for me, um, how Danae just said her current it started as a coping mechanism like towards like late high school early college for me um growing up I didn't really like being at one of my I didn't like being at my dad's house so what I would because I, I met my dad when I was five so what I would do is when it was nap time I would make sure I slept through the entire afternoon so that mm. what so so we, we would go to grandma's house we would eat lunch then I would nap the whole night everybody would be waking up I would literally force myself to stay still so that mm-hmm. I wouldn't have to wake up and interact with people because my that my dad's side of the family is very um what is the word? Como se dice? Como se dice? Girl, um, nitpicky and very judgmental. Okay. Mm. So um I grew up with that very high standards, very like, why are you wearing that? Why don't you do this instead mm. of that? That your opinion is wrong, that I'm overly right, critical. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, thank you. Where's that right out of my mouth? Como se dice. Um, como se dice. <laughs> so that it's been a coping mechanism. I, I realized this in the past year. But I was like, why am I such a tired person? Because like my personality, like, like, you know, when teachers are like, don't say napping is your hobby. It really it is, baby. It really is. Trust I, me. <laughs> trust me. It's been in the work since I was five. I'm sorry. Yeah. That's my hobby. And let and me tell you. It sucks. Because yeah. I feel like I miss out on so much life because I'm just like so pooped freaking pooped out but it's like it's a it's a a lovely pause yeah and the worst thing that I had to realize especially last year no matter how much I sleep I wake up and I'm still tired Mm. and I'm like I don't think it's even like oh uh, I'm not getting eight hours it's like a mental exhaustion Mm. like it's it's not really like a oh she needs to get a new pillow (laughs) (laughs) have you tried out mattress firm like that's not it Ever. Never was. Never will. Never was. Never will be. It's not that. Mm. It's a mental exhaustion that I really have not been able to escape. And mm. I don't know. Like, I think especially here, I've just been like, screw it. Like, 
I've had a very much like I don't care anymore type of attitude mm-hmm. and it's really detrimental because all the things that I've been caring about that I've been putting so much of my time so much of my energy into I'm just like it is what it is it's become a very nonchalant kind of perspective on life yeah because I'm just like you know what I've been so sick and tired of being sick and tired it yeah. is what it is bro I- what I'm will, turn- will happen listen I'm gonna turn this in and we gonna see <laughs> And we're going to pray. It's we, above me now. It's above me. It's 1201. What can I do? <laughs> what can I do? Nothing. No, literally. Nothing. So, I mean, hey. But, I mean, so we've talked about how burnout has affected our lives. It's pretty detrimental. Um, but, so let's talk about how it's affected, like, other aspects of your life in Asia. Mm. I would say it's, it's, a, it's something that definitely consumes mm-hmm. other aspects of your life. Because, um at least for me, when I'm feeling like at the worst of my burnouts, and it really, it's been like senior year, truly. They tell you mm-hmm. senior year is a chill year. They lie. No, Don't no, literally that. senior years was harsher than my junior year. Easily. Because yeah. I'm like, it's not only the stress of just getting through school. It's the stress of figuring out your life and yeah. basically being, if you're a traditional age student, 21 or 22, and having all this pressure to figure it out right now and having like this this like hanging feeling over your head like yeah you spent four years now this is the time to figure it out and put all the pieces together and it's like bro I'm 21 I, I'm literally 20 literally 21 nine plus ten What's nine, nine plus ten, 10? Okay. nine plus ten I mean, that's I, it and it's like have you saved up how much have you saved up for moving where right. are you moving are you moving are you staying with your parents how what are you gonna, gonna do for up? work how is that going to affect your mental state living with your parents? Like, yeah. And then no. you see all of your friends. Our friend Kelly actually did a really good article. We'll, um, we'll put it on her story. She actually yes. she wrote a, a ex, I don't even know what to call it. What is it, Sweets? A blog piece. Thank you. Thank you. I'm about to article. <laughs> Girl, it's not New York Times. So, but we, we get in there. Okay. But um, yeah, Kelly wrote a really good perspective on how it is like everybody's graduating. And then you're like, oh, what are they doing? And then like, it, it's, it sucks because it's like you're, you're still kind of comparing yourself. Right. And it's I really like what she said when she's just saying like basically she said in her in her I said her article too <laughs> in her blog that like it's hard to feel like you're doing enough when you see other people doing at least that's what I got from it. It's yeah, like no, when you compare yeah. yourself mm-hmm. when you compare yourself to other people. It's something that happens naturally like naturally as humans we compare each other. But yeah. it's like, it really puts you in a place where it's like, am I doing enough? You start questioning your own abilities, even if you're doing perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. Like, for real. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. even with, like, my job coming up and stuff, like, I'm, I feel really blessed to have it. And even yeah. still, I was feeling like, I feel like I'm yeah. not doing enough. I feel like this isn't enough. I feel like I need to meet more expectations that aren't even there. Aren't even there. All, no one's telling only- me this. Self-employed expectations. Right. It's my it's in my head where I'm like, oh, like this, I need to, I'm not fulfilling myself is the problem. Mm-hmm. It's not like my parents are telling me. My parents are like, oh, cool. You cool. Cool, yeah. cool. Yeah, that's what's up. Uh-huh. My parents are chilling. Like it's yeah. not my friends, it's not my family, it's me. It's and me. it that's the main problem. In conclusion, I'm the problem. <laughs> <laughs> you got me there. You got because this, this all these girls up here. The they, thoughts up here, bro. Sometimes. They be helpful, especially during exams sometimes. Maybe yeah. with a cheat sheet here and there, you know, especially with coding. That love a good cheat sheet. But sometimes these girls be like, you're not doing enough. Like, mm. why Why is she doing that? Like, you should be doing that too. Like, right. um, are, you, are you even built for this? Like, it's that imposter syndrome. Self-doubt. But as a black woman. So it's especially. It's 10 it's, times it's, mu- it's more. It's amplified. Yeah. Amplified because not only... As black women do, we have to work hard. We have to work 10 times as hard as our white counterparts just to get the same position, just to get to the same place. Mm-hmm. And like a really, a really good example of this that happened to me when I was working as an intern before. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was, I was like 17, 18 working this job, fresh out. Mm-hmm. As soon as I graduated, I started working at this job 10 days after I graduated high school. Dang. Didn't waste no time. <laughs> at all. Hit, hit the ground running. Mm-hmm. And essentially I was the youngest person in the office and I felt like, especially being the only one, only black man in the office, I was the youngest. There was a lot of things stacked against me. And I, it was also like the majority of people there were older and white. So already it was a huge, like 
disparity before I even stepped at the door. Mm-hmm. And for me, my way of making my distinction and making myself feel like I have a seat at the table and actually ensuring that I do is by overperforming. Yeah. I was doing everything, you know, mm-hmm. like I was volunteering for stuff. I was like, put yes. me on whatever you need help with, you know, and that's also my natural personality is that I just mm-hmm. want to help out and, you know, like where can I help? Yeah. So, you know, that was, that was how I was executing for mm-hmm. a long, long, long time. Yeah. And then finally, like, um, I one realized I was getting paid less than other interns mm. doing more, getting paid less. We're at the mm-hmm. same exact level. And I was like, how come I, there's a, there's a pay cut. There's a pay disparity here. That shouldn't yeah. be happening for one. So that was something that kind of slowed me down because I feel like I wasn't being valued. I was like, mm-hmm. you clearly don't care about my work because girl, pay me enough. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you know, things are due. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, I felt like my manager, I had a eh, rocky relationship with, with, with mm-hmm. them. So it was just a lot going on. And I was just like, I feel like I'm doing a lot more than I should be. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm putting in a lot of work to a job that don't really care about me. Like I could die tomorrow and they'd have my job posting posted on Monday. Uh. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. I was really putting in work for a job that don't care about me. Yeah. And I I stopped doing the overperforming aspects where I'm like basically doing way more than I should have. Mm-hmm. And I just started doing my job. Like yeah. I was just like, I'm gonna do my job. I'm gonna be a good employee. I'm gonna do my job. I'm not giving them extra of my time because truly mm-hmm. they don't deserve it. And I don't yeah. feel passionate about this company to be doing mm-hmm. our facts. So at that time, um, I had already had a relationship with my team that was kind of, I mean, it was cool, but it was like work cool. Like we wasn't friends, you know? Mm -hmm. And one of the girls that worked with me went to my manager and said, hey, um, I don't know if you've noticed, but Denasia hasn't completed um, X, 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 Y, and Z. Mm. And I said, no, that's definitely not true because Denasia was just being here all day, all week. For and real. completed X, Y, and Z. Mm-hmm. And my manager like pulled me aside and had a conversation with me. It was like, I don't know what it is, but it just seems like um, you know, like there's been some issues where, you know, you weren't completing tasks. And I just feel like, you know, the overachieving is something we really, really look for. And I feel like these times you've just been, you know, more more mellow about things, like, you know, just going about it. You know, we really want to see you do more. I said, okay, first mm. of all. I pulled up receipts. I said, I already know. I know the bird who, who, who tried to do that. Yeah. She had issues with me before. Mm. She'd be like, oh, you know, you're so young and doing so well. You make me feel like I'm failing at life. Okay, was well. like 26 and I was 18. I'm like, girl, <laughs> if you're threatened by an 18-year-old, I don't know what to tell you, baby. For real. Like, you're grown. Let's let, let's pull up our let's pull up our pants, okay? And yeah, so she, and also like she would make statements about like, politics and trump i i knew she was racist it was mm. just it was hard to just like prove it because she hasn't said anything explicit in my face but yeah if you're from the west coast you know a lot of the racism out here is very underlying it's very yeah. it comes in the form of like microaggressions not necessarily um in your face like the they're sound. not like she wasn't in here calling me slurs but <laughs> the way she was treating me she might as well mm-hmm. so i already knew that it was her who was trying to basically make it seem like i wasn't doing my job yeah so I was like, well, I can go ahead and submit proof because anytime I completed the task, I sent an email. I had a paper mm-hmm. trail saying, Love. hey, this this has been completed, just so you know. Mm-hmm. So I went ahead and printed out each <laughs> girl. I was so pissed that day. Whoa. I went to the computer. I felt like Regina and Mean Girls opening the burn book, okay? <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. I, I had a burn book like in my head. Mm-hmm. I went to the computer, pr- searched through each email, printed out every single proof completion of each task. I came back to her and I was like, this is what I've been doing. This is how I've been doing it. And honestly, at that point, I realized like I've been burnt out from this job and I'm sitting here having to prove that I'm doing my job by people yeah. who feel like, oh, you're not doing enough because I'm not giving them 130% at all times. Yeah. If I'm just giving 100, it's not enough. Yeah. Yeah. And compared to the compared to the girl who had snitched on me, mm-hmm. the white girl that snitched on me, I was doing part of her job for her. Uh-uh. And so I was just mad. And I'm an intern getting intern pay doing a salary doing salary level work. Mm-hmm. So I was just like, no, this is not it. And I mean, I quit the job, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but in, at the time, it's just like burnout also affects you because let's say you've been giving 130. Now you're giving 100. People see that as you slacking. People, mm-hmm. even though you're still doing well, you're still doing your job. Now it's like people might be lying on your name as they did on in this job where they're mm-hmm. just talking about, you know, you're not completing tasks or it could come in the form of like, oh, you're not yourself lately. When in reality, I'm just doing, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Yeah, I'm just not giving you this, this uh, extra version of what I usually do, you know? Mm-hmm. 
yeah set high expectations by yeah. being extra in the beginning <laughs> no for real um for me like I kind of like during peak COVID like 2021 I kind of felt like I wasn't doing anything because I was only working internship and work in doing five classes and while that's cool and all I just felt like no faith like you you need to do more so I was mm. like okay so I took on a job where I taught kids how to build computers then I took on a tutoring job then I took on a job to show people how to uh, these are all side jobs they're not full-time then I took on a job where I taught people at grocery at um, um circle k's how to how to use this uh self-checkout machine and mm-hmm. so I was doing things at all times bro not me sleeping in the car oh on my break because Girl. I'm just tired then I I wake up an hour later. My shift is only two and a half hours. (laughs) (laughs) So the fact I'm trying to give 130% at all these jobs and I'm, I'm slacking on like either tutoring the, the kids or tutoring the, uh, the guys or on my actual main, like my main moneymaker internship. Like it sucks because to myself, nobody's telling me that I'm not doing enough except for myself. Right. Bro, say it again for the people in the back. Listen, it it's don't me. mean nobody but you. I'm the problem. I'm the problem. We should uh, title this "I'm the problem." <laughs> uh, I am, and, it, and it's hard because, like, you could just do, be doing five classes, and your family's like, "Oh, what have you been doing? Oh, I have to keep going to school. Oh, what else?" Mm. Especially in black communities, black black especially, families. Especially, especially if you've already set the precedent of yeah. doing a lot, like mm-hmm. especially that. Because I remember sophomore junior year like right when um pandemic started hitting and I was actually forced to slow down by being in my house Mm -hmm. during that year I had two positions in two different clubs Mm -hmm. I was part of four clubs total Mm. the other two required community service Mm. um at that point I was plotting on delta I knew I wanted to be a delta Uh so I was doing community service you know I was already involved in a lot like I was Mm -hmm. going to delta events you know showing my face I was doing a lot socially then I had a friend group I'm like, I, I need to be an active friend. I need to text mm. back in the group chat. You know, so Whoa. social life was a demand. Oh. Had a little eh, 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 boo thing. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, don't talk about him, but he took I up can... a lot of time. Now we uh-huh. have FaceTime, you know, at night. And I'm yeah. talking to him. Mm-hmm. On top of taking 18 classes, mm. doing a lot. And and then on top of internship, I had an internship at the time. Mm. And then um, doing accounting recruiting because that was the season for um, accounting. The big four firms are doing accounting. All uh-huh. of that in the same semester. I genuinely Whoa. look back and I don't know what I was thinking. But also pre-pandemic, I think that was possible because I wasn't forced to slow down. Yeah. Yeah. No, for like, for sure. And like going back to like the whole family thing, it be the ones that just don't really even be doing much that'd be like mm. oh girl what what you what? doing casting doubt into your plans bro, bro why why did i tell my uncle that we were going to be long distance he talking about some that not go that's not gonna work you know why would you say that why would you say that gucci who gucci main bro we were Eminem was on the list and gucci was on we were literally sit, waiting in line for like popcorn and movie theater and we were like yeah he's moving to denver i'm moving to north carolina we're, we're gonna be like he's talking about some y'all supposed to be getting married soon huh that's not gonna work as if you yourself haven't already thought about all these possibilities like bro i've been i've been overthinking about this forever like you don't need to tell me that forever i i literally i i had been like overthinking like oh my gosh like when it was high hopes that i could possibly go to denver before i had talked to the uh the hr lady Mm. I was lit but there was always that like back in my mind thinking like it's not gonna work it's not gonna work she Mm. was right in this case she was right (laughs) because that's crazy and it's and it didn't work and it sucks but like shout out to it's our group chat's called Miami Trip Loading shout out to my Miami Trip Loading because when I got that news I was like yo bro we got your back we got your back (laughs) bro Payne Kelly and uh Denisha were like it's gonna this is only gonna make you stronger I'm over here shredding tears okay shredding tears no because I was like this is this is God's plan at the end of the day at the end of the day you and Lola are the strongest couple (laughs) like literally when I tell you rock solid like there's nothing that's gonna long distance is just gonna be a little hump in the road (laughs) on the road to the wedding okay listen 
and that's and that's gonna be a fun time and that's gonna be an exciting road uh-huh. <laughs> the wedding no, alone yeah but but yeah so like it it sucks because let's get back to burnout like it affects honestly after my big like friend breakup um because I I, I finally decided faith you need to stop reaching out and let's see if they reach out mm. and they never did so after that during the pandemic and stuff I now have like only friends that I can count on my fingers really like real down like if I went to jail they would come you know yeah those type of friends only only on only on two two hands um and it sucks because they're being burnt out too we're all in the same boat like I have a yeah. junior friend and majority of my friends are seniors and it's like we're all going through the same thing we're not talking to each other as much I, yeah. I don't know what's going on I, I get I get to hear what happened in the past month in in an hour because mm-hmm. and we have to schedule these calls because you don't call me randomly. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. And that's, and that's the thing. Like, I feel like especially my coping mechanism, like I said, was sleep. Also, I'd be isolating myself. And yeah. I, I've had to, I've had to tell my friends that like, listen, I promise I'm not ghosting. I'm not going ghost. I literally just cannot, I can't even deal with myself right now. Mm-hmm. I cannot like, I hate putting my problems with other people. So mm-hmm. I'm like, I, when I'm calling my friends or I'm hanging out with them, I want to give them 100% of my undivided attention. I want to be yeah. my full, complete self. Like, I want to feel like I'm engaged in the conversation. I can't have my own issues cloud the friendship. Yeah. So I would rather isolate myself and handle what I got to handle for today and just, you know, have a bad day, have a bad day mm-hmm. rather than, you know, push push my bad day on someone else's so it's like it's yeah it's a, it's a it's a mess because truly like it's a trying to deal with basically not isolating yourself but also um sharing and being open and honest with your friends as well that way they're not hearing it you know hey girl by the way I was depressed three months ago <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is sometimes it's like that because like but it sucks because let's say they get on the phone and you were like okay I want to talk to you about this but they get on the phone with something you guys can't both be having bad news. It's one or the other. <laughs> yeah, we got to choose one. <laughs> choose one. So it sucks Balance. because, like, if my friend gets on the phone and she's talking about, like, we have an hour about her life, it's like, well, realistically, I'm going to have to tell you in a, in a month what happened this past week. And not Well, honestly, not well, – I mean, I'm trying to work on the whole, like, month span. I'm trying to be more of a week-to-week type of girl. <laughs> no, no, it, it is. But honestly, during, especially during just during this season, it's really looking oh, yeah, like a month. Because, like – it's like, oh, do you have time this day? Like, I tried, we had a 15-minute back-to-back in our group chat on trying to figure out when me and all my friends can meet. Because one friend has Ramadan, so she can't, she can't, like, she has to leave, she has, she'd have to leave the get-together at a certain time so she can get home to cook and mm-hmm. pray. And then, like, people are going out of state. And it's like, especially it's everybody's lot. going out of state. Yeah. Even out of the country. Real. Okay? International. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the crazy part. And also, like, I don't know if anyone else does this. When I hear my friends talk about their problems, I'm big on just listening. Mm-hmm. Sometimes people don't want to hear a solution. People don't want to hear, oh, well, maybe, you know, and I try not to do that because my first thought is, like, how can I help? Um, I can get a solution, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And sometimes I know when I'm ranting or I'm upset, I don't want you to hear, I don't want to hear about the solution because I had a problem. I didn't figure it out. I just need someone to sit there and listen and to listen. me rant. And be mm-hmm. just sit there, just listen. Yeah. So I'm doing that to my friends, and let's say let's say we we both hop on the phone call. We both got bad news. If you just told me about your bad news, I'm about to be like, oh girl, that sucks. Yeah, girl. So uh, by the way, this happened to me. You know, like I'm not that type of person. If uh-uh. I if the conversation is about you and your bad news, I'm gonna let that be. Yeah. And I'm gonna hold my problems in, mm-hmm. and we're gonna discuss another day because today's right. about you, and we're about to figure this out together. Thank you. So having that mentality, I feel like it's also part of the reason why, um, you know, I end up isolating and not talking about things because yeah. sometimes you got to put your friends over over yourself. Yeah, you do to be a good friend. Yeah, mm-hmm. I totally. Yeah, because I didn't have friends that haven't and been like, oh, girl, well, screw your problems. Um, <laughs> this is where yeah. I'm going. like just not reading the room. It's not reading the room. It's not reading the room at all. In fact, mm. it's, it's giving illiterate because yeah. you're not reading nothing. You're not <laughs> reading no room. I'm talking about Helen Keller. Okay. <laughs> it's giving braille because there's stupid. Bro, that's stupid. Uh, but okay, uh, so, bro, we can't be serious for 
nothing. We Girl, was on a good little track, though. When I was about, we were on a good little stream. We were good on track. track. No, it was getting preached. Like, some of these could have been some viral tweets type of oh. thing. <laughs> Bro, it's literally scary. One thing about the day that she going she gonna to tweet and she going to comment on a TikTok. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and I hate that because... I just think of like my TikTok friends. This is off topic. I just think of my TikTok friends like clicking the comment section, and mine is the top comment because half the time it is. Like, uh-huh. This is a hidden like. This is a hidden thing. My TikTok comments go viral all the time. Every time I be like, "Danasia, big boobs, <laughs> what? for real?" And, and I'll be like, "Wait a minute!" I, I wake up and I see like my TikTok blown up, and I'm like, "Oh, maybe one of my TikToks did numbers." No, <laughs> it's, it's my comment. comment that got pinned by the creator and has one hundred thousand likes. <laughs> But no. I guess I'll be saying the right stuff. I'll be having the funny TikTok comments, but anyway. very much a fun fact about the name. Yeah, fun fact. Yeah. Um, but yeah, what was we talking about? Were we talking about how to overcome burnout? Granted, we're not oh, experts yes. on this. Okay. Yeah. As you guys have heard, we are not experts. We're not experts at all. In fact, I think we're uh we're very much Novices. beginner level. Yeah, mm-hmm. very much amateurs. But yeah. there have been some things we've picked up along mm-hmm. the way. Yeah. Um, Faith, if you want to go into yours, I know for sure we we, we definitely align on this one. For sure. Um, so for me, even though we did say sleeping is kind of like our coping mechanism, it, if we do it productively, it can help because for me, sleeping alleviates a lot of stress because I'm taking a break. And it also allows me to do a reset because like I can take an hour and a half nap midday, wake up and be like, all right, I'm good to go. I know exactly what I need to do. I actually needed a break because that was yeah. a lot like doing a lot of things in the morning, especially for me as somebody who doesn't really go outside. Me going outside takes that's uh, wow social battery a whole lot a whole lot okay especially with no car like that's like walking to the bus stop waiting for the bus it's a whole lot so sleeping helps a lot for me um as well as like doing something in between the tasks that you have on your to-do list that you make um for example if I do this homework assignment I can listen to a podcast and eat or um for me I love baking that's that's Mm -hmm. the mechanism for me I love a good baking or scrolling on instagram reels and finding a recipe that i have all the ingredients for and yeah i love baking um or going on a walk because honestly getting fresh air i didn't realize how important it was until i stayed basically inside for an entire week and i went outside and i felt like a vampire it was (laughs) bad no no literally especially not having a car why am i going outside yeah Cause like I'm not doing my little walks anymore. I need to get back into it. But it's just, I, it's been hard trying to get back into like real life after honestly after Miami. But um, yeah. finally, having this has helped so much. I don't. I forgot when I started this, but um, I'm not a big spender. I do not really spend money. Like honestly, in the week, in the month of April, even though it's April 9th, I think I've only spent like five dollars on things that weren't bills. <laughs> so it's yeah. that's a whole different level of self control. I aspire to to achieve. <laughs> And the thing is, like, it was for, like, this registration that I needed because I sold my car, and I didn't even need it because I just wasn't looking carefully. So, like, if I would look carefully, I would have ended up just spending $0 for the month of April. But, yeah, so for me as a non-spender, because I'm always like, oh, my gosh, I need to save this money just in case I have a bill coming up. It's just, I feel like that's just me having, being, like, lower middle class, just having those really bad habits that I've just never kicked. But, so I have this list. And I, if, if I see a cute thing on TikTok or I see a cute thing on Instagram, I immediately screenshot and add it to this list. So mm. when I have my big girl job and yes. I, I, I can look, I can look at it and be like, if once you get this degree and once you do this whole summer, or whatever, of getting your last little three, um, three classes out the way, you can buy all of these things on a whim. You don't even have to look at your, get your bank account. Yes. Oh you my know? gosh. I'm like, so glad you have a wish list too. <laughs> bro, oh, I thought it was just me. Okay, no, so no, I have so. a wish list too. I we did not plan this, y'all. Like we, no, not at all. And the thing is, um, so uh I can't walk in heels really, but I did tell myself once I graduate, I will be getting myself a pair of blue patents because like as you that's should. as I should, because like that I feel like that's red bottom girl shoe. Oh, easily. Like, you need to be walking into your corporate job with some red bottoms on. It's just that And it's only right because, like, obviously, like, if I state my claim, like, I'm the black girl that dresses, it's going to suck because, like, on the two days that I do go in, I'm going to have to dress. <laughs> I'm like, are you okay? You know, No, literally. But or the black girl like, always got her hair done and if my braids is looking a little, uh-uh. you know, now, <laughs> now everybody, like, are you okay? <laughs> like, Look at the bitch brave, like yeah. No, oh, oh. so yeah, so uh, I've I've done that, so it really helps just to have a note. I've also shared it with Lola just in case he want, you know wants to get it for me. You know, I I have anything from 
bum bum cream to skirts I've seen on Instagram ads to Louboutins. Like it's it's very varying, you know. I'm yeah. talking about three dollars to probably twelve hundred, you know. Yeah. But I also have printed out my budget of what to see what I'm working for. Um, because after taxes, I said I'm probably making this much. I have all of this to pay for. And it looked like I basically had half of my paycheck for the month to spend on things that I wanted, which is insane. It's such, it's such a luxury for uh, to have as, as a entry level employee to budget like that and have half of your paycheck of the month just to spend on whatever you want. That's insane. That's insane. No, literally that's a blessing. That's a blessing in and of itself. So yeah. that's what I'm, I, I had printed it out. I'm going to tape it on my wall um, because freshman year, my motivation was printing out a homeless man. I had to go to extremes. I had to print out a homeless man. And I said, if you want to graduate, if you don't want to be homeless, you need to do that assignment. I have to go to extremes. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just me. That was my only decoration in my dorm was a homeless man I printed out in the library on my wall. Child. Because I, I can't make this up. And, and I know you can't. That's, that's, <laughs> that's, why, I'm, that's why I'm crying right now. Because I know, I know one thing about you is going to be true. Like, I... <laughs> But Denasia, what are your um, what what are what are some of your ways to overcome burnout? So the biggest thing I do, I had to put a name to this because I didn't know how to describe it. Mm-hmm. I coined it the elimination method. Okay? okay, this is basically where, especially if you're a chronic person who just puts a lot on your plate, and so then you realize you can't eat it all. Mm, yeah, you because uh, listen, mm-hmm. I'm not I'm not hungry no more. <laughs> basically you look at all you make a list of your long-term goals um for me I do like five five years that's a pretty good place to start I look at my five-year long-term goals and then I make a list of everything I'm doing that's taking up my time in my life right now Mm -hmm. I look at that list of everything I'm doing and I look and I see which of these is actually going to help me get towards that goal like mm. I essentially work backwards. I, I look. At, I I look at where I want to be in five years. What can I do now to help future Denasia? I see. And if anything on, and this isn't like, oh, I spend time with my family. Like it isn't stuff like that. It's mm-hmm. like extracurriculars, like extra stuff. I see. If anything on that list is not going to get me towards them to towards those goals for those five years out, it's mm-hmm. cut. I see. And it's just my way of not spending time on things just to do them. Just to say I did them. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, just to be like, oh, I did this. Like, you know, I'm not going to spend my time on things that essentially aren't bringing me joy, aren't Mm -hmm. bringing me value, and will not help me in the future, you know? So that's helped me cut out, like, honestly, a lot of the extracurriculars in school, especially, because I was Mm -hmm. like, yeah, sign me up for that club. Yeah, Yeah. when y'all meet every (laughs) Tuesday, I'm there, Mm -hmm. you know? But I don't need to be a part of the nursing association. I'm an academy. Don't. Yeah. You know, that's an exaggerated example, but you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. essentially picking the things that are going to actually benefit you and not just doing things just to feel like, oh, I feel better about myself because I'm busy. I see. Because I, I'm, I'm chronically doing, I chronically do that a lot. And yeah. I feel like I feel guilty for having free time. So yeah. what can I do to not have free time? You I know? see. And that mm-hmm. leads me getting into things I don't need to do because mm-hmm. doing it to just keep myself occupied. So yeah. that's one thing I do that really, really, really helps. And it helps mm-hmm. me only prioritize the most important things. Second is finding joy in the little things. Man, mm-hmm. I could talk about this for hours and hours. Okay. And like Money a long time. Okay. Essentially, every day throughout my days, especially lately, I've really just been trying to find ways to make myself happy for a couple minutes. Yeah. If that's lighting a candle, like I'm a champagne toast girl. If that's same now because of Denasia. Okay. Listen, champagne toast is my signature. For life. And ever, never. And I'm just like, if I, if I light this candle, I'm going to be happy. Yeah. I'll look over it in the corner and it's going to make me smile. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to do that. Yeah. So literally just finding the small things for me going on drives. I'm a huge drive girl. Mm. I drive everywhere. I live 30 minutes away from the strip in Las Vegas. So I live in like the outskirts by the mountains. So everything <laughs> is at least 30 minutes. So I see. Every 30 minute drive, I have my best playlist. I'm playing yeah. my favorites. I'm playing old school Drake. I'm playing the weekend. I see. Brent Baez, all the favorites. And mm-hmm. I will wear that playlist out every mm-hmm. day. That playlist yeah. has gone triple platinum in my car. Oh. And- <laughs> I don't care because it brings me joy. Mm-hmm. Like literally you just have to basically find the small things that really, really, really make you happy and yeah. hyperfixate on those throughout your day. Cause for, for some days, the only thing that's gotten me through the day is that 30 minute drive. That's gotcha. the only way I've been able to get through it. Mm-hmm. So for me that works, it might not work for you, but 
if it's your comfort movie, if it's your favorite food, it's just able, you're able to have a small reset button in yeah. small moments of your day versus feeling like you have to take a whole mental health day. Cause I know that can be rough, especially if you're working, it can be really hard to like put your work aside or even still get paid on that day. Like if you just need to be paid, big facts, you know, some mental health days aren't paid if you have to just take off. Yeah. So that's a small way to just take care of your mental in the short term. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I mean, we're not experts, like we said, but I hope that helps. Now, nah, at least related to some of this, because we can't be the only ones. Listen, and I, this is for more so my girlies that are um, full time. But I did see this thing on TikTok, and actually, I did it during the during my internship. I would literally block out time in my day where I would just it would say I was busy, but realistically, that's time where I'm dedicating time for me to have lunch. Mm. That's time where I'm dedicating time for me to de- just relax after a meeting because I knew it was going to be stressful. You know, yeah. just block out time out of your day. This is obviously full time because you can't really block out time because, you know, it's in your, when you're in school. But this is for when you have full time, like just block out some time because they're not going to mm-hmm. know what you're doing. Just not. you're busy. You're busy. <laughs> they busy. can't put a meeting on the schedule. Yeah, exactly. And also um, something that I've been doing recently is having reminders on my phone for things I need to do. The main ones being unclench your jaw and relax your shoulders. Bro. (laughs) For me, I've caught myself. It's not jaw. I clench my butt like it's (laughs) it's my job. I'm like, girl, what are you so stressed for? You're just doing homework. Unclench your butt. No, the amount of times I'm clenching, you would have thought I've been double cheeked up by now. On a Thursday afternoon, like, like and I'm, it's not giving that. It's in my chair daily. Bro. And I, like, I'll just, I'll notice it. And I'm like, Faith, relax. Relax. Please. Why are you so clenched? Like, Thank you. Thank you. Like, I, girl, I don't know. It's just, it's not, it's not a fun time at all. But it's like, girl, in sometimes, like, when I'm really stressed, I'll be, I butt twitch. Like, I think all my stress relies in my butt. <laughs> I do think it is. It's the center of the body, you know. It's- <laughs> Equilibrium. Equilibrium, you know. Yeah. And I, that reminds me, like, side note. One time, I gave a speech. <laughs> and, like, the stage was, like, a 360 stage. So there's people in front of you and behind you. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, when you stress, you start clenching. Oh, clenching yeah. like it's nobody's business. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize till after the fact. When my friend came up to me, she was like, girl, like, I was behind you. You was clenched on stage the whole time. <laughs> bro, I would have been sick, bro. I was like, yeah. and that's crazy, because like, there's not much back there to clinch, so. <laughs> bro, I'm literally screaming. That's literally insane. Yeah. But. Um, unclench everything, honestly. Unclench everything. Maybe have some reminders for me. It's just, like, I'll just think, like, I'll just stop what I'm doing, and I'm like, something's off. It's me clenching my butt. That's what it is. Yeah, that's it's it's stupid. I don't even I don't even know how many times I do it in, in a day. But I'm sure if I had a reminder every hour, I'm sure it would be needed. Right. These shoulders, the but, whole oh shoulders. Shoulder, my shoulders it, stay up to my ears for real. Stay up, especially especially if I'm like hunched over. I'm like, girl, you oh. need to re- please. And I already got scoliosis. I can't. Ooh. Mm. No, like I'm breaking my back here. That's some stuff. Well, you have, I would have never known because you have good posture to me. But that's because it's either that or a brace. So, (laughs) (laughs) but to round off this darn episode, Naja, what's one toxic habit in your life that you want to cut out before senior year ends? Man, so senior year ends in about a month. Yeah. Um. As as far as like um online classes have been going, <laughs> baby. If there's a synchronous, asynchronous, or however they call it, when basically yeah. you can watch the lecture videos at your own leisure. Mm-hmm. Those lecture videos are getting binged in one day before the test. <laughs> I'm not gonna hold you. Last week I pulled an all dayer. I and I'll edit all nighter. Honestly, I watched eight uh, hours worth of, of of law lectures in one day. Oh my goodness. And took the test that night. Mm. That can't happen no more. Now, mm. granted, I only got two more tests left. <laughs> It's probably gonna happen, but you know, if I could just make the change for one test, I, I'll forget it myself. So that's my yeah. toxic habit because I can't keep binging lecture videos like this. Yeah, for me, it would be waiting until the day before to study, which you know, mm. you would think, you know, every single day of my undergrad career, I say this, I'm like, oh, you're, I'm gonna start studying two weeks before. <laughs> <laughs> that's insane. That's literally insane to think. Mentally ill. Mentally ill because, girl, you're not doing that. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. You're going to be like, I have so much free time. No, you don't. No, you don't. 
No, you don't. She gave you this time to not have an assignment to study and you still frustrated the day before because now you got to rush because you got to print out the cheat sheet the next day. Yeah. You know, I'll do it. Mm-hmm. But um, that, I feel like that was a really good conversation. I feel like we didn't that have much needed. structure. But I'm glad we had that conversation. Honestly, that it helped me. Like it, it kind of woos on me for a bit. Yeah, it low-key felt like therapy. It did. Did it not? It did. It did. We un we we I don't well we, we unpacked a lot of chains. We unpacked a lot. Thank thank you. I was just I broke through a lot of chains. Girl, what? <laughs> <laughs> unpacked it like a suitcase, honestly. Girl. There's a lot to get through today. It's still sitting there in, in in the darn living room. Okay. Okay. But um, yeah. Um, if you made it this far, thank you so much. Uh, yes. Please follow us on our socials. Type a black girls, um, on Instagram. Um, follow our individual socials. It's on type a black girls and um. Oh, Danaja, can you talk about the advice panel? Yes. Um. Let's say y'all have uh something you're going through. If you're experiencing burnout yourself, or you just have an issue that you just want to talk about. No topic is off limits, and it's anonymous. Yeah. If mm-hmm. you go to Type A Black Girls on Instagram, click our link tree. It's the first link, and you can yeah. you can just talk to us about whatever you're going through, and yeah. we will give you advice to our best mm-hmm. ability. Yeah, um, we're not experts, but we know a little something. A little something. We've been through a few years of life. We've been, you know, yeah. I got mm-hmm. 21 and counting. You know, yeah. <laughs> whatever okay. I've learned within this short span, I can tell you. Yeah, yeah. But um, we're wise beyond has... years. Listen, okay. At least five. At least five. I was about to say, like mentally, I'm I'm sitting at about twenty four. Yeah, I was gonna say right, right, right around there because yeah. some 24, 24, 25 year olds, I'm like, huh? Uh, listen, or talking to older guys, I'd be like, baby, but, but are you okay, sir? <sighs> There's no way. How did you make it this far? Where's your mom at? Where's your Where mom at? <laughs> But girl, okay, let's Okay, child, we got to end this. Oh my gosh. We, this is we our love problem. You. We'll talk to y'all later. Bye. Bye. Love ya.